Hey there, this is Harriet McClance, the co-founder of Her North, where we are a community of Christian women committed to putting our full confidence in Jesus Christ and learning how to thrive in the real world. I want to read something to you today. Um, it's, it's for women who may be praying to God to change some situations in their lives, especially within their relationships. For those of you who are married, I want to particularly uh, read this for you simply because there are so many women who may have married into situations where spiritually, spiritually you and your husband are going into two, two totally different directions. And I wanted to read this and with the hopes that it will encourage you continue to pray and go to the Lord because he is listening. He hears you. But the most difficult thing about going to the Lord is waiting on him. But I promise you that he will work everything out for your good. I'm going to read alone in your spiritual life, developing a deeper, deeper trust. And it's from when women walk alone, finding strength and hope through the seasons of life from Cindy McManum. Have you ever dreamed of what it would be like to be spiritually one with someone? If you're single and hoping for a spiritual partner in life or married, but not on the same page spiritually with your husband, chances are you feel you walk alone in your spiritual life. Throughout the Bible, we find women who walked alone in their spiritual quest or couples who were on different pages spiritually. Deborah, Israel's only female judge, was a wife as well as a prophetess, but we don't hear of her husband being around to support her or walk alongside her when she commands Israel to engage in war against the Canaanites. In fact, when she tells a man named Barak to go up against the wicked nation of Canaan, Barak's wimpy reply was, if you go with me, I will go. But if you don't go with me, I won't go. Now, remember, Deborah was a prophetess and judge, a woman who was accustomed to settling verbal arguments, not Zena, the warrior princess. Nevertheless, she went with Barak and conquered the Canaanites. Nowhere do we read about her husband's concern for her, much less coming out to help save her skin. Deborah carried out her ministry alone. Jochebed appeared to be alone with maybe just her daughter Miriam by her side. When she put her baby son Moses into a basket and set him to float on the Nile River, trusting God to care for her child who would otherwise be killed by the Egyptians. Although Jochebed was married, we don't see her standing on the riverbank with her husband next to her or her husband's arm around her or her husband praying with her as they watched their son float down the river. It's possible that he was at work somewhere and simply couldn't come, but whatever the case, I imagine she stood there and prayed. She prayed her heart out alone. And then there's Abigail, who, who was married to a man described as mean and surly. Do y'all know anybody like that? Now, she listened to her heart one day and prepared provisions and took them to David, the king elect, despite her husband's hardened heart toward helping God's anointed. We learned in the story that she was 
used mightingly by God that day to save her whole household and prevent a small war while her husband partied with friends. Throughout time, many women have walked alone in their spiritual journey. And today, studies show that women walk alone spiritually, perhaps more than they ever have before. A recent study of Americans by Barner Research showed that women in general are more likely than men to, bo- to be born again and are 10% more likely to attend church on a given Sunday, more likely than men to have read the Bible in the past week and nearly twice as likely to attend a Sunday morning Bible class at church or participate in a small group than their male counterparts. And in general, women pray more often than men. The study also showed that women are considerably more likely than men to see a closer re- to seek a closer relationship with God and to see it as a very desirable place to be in their future. More women than men believe their faith is very important to them. And nearly 70% of women describe themselves as deeply spiritual, whereas only half of the men surveyed would describe themselves that way. Charles Swindle, the author of numerous books on everything from theology to devotionals, he believes that God has given women a unique responsiveness. In his book, Esther, a woman of strength and dignity, Swindle states, we men are far more close, close toward God and close toward one another. But women have an openness, a warmth, a responsiveness to the things of God. Women have a desire to grow, to react, to feel, to show affection toward the things of God that is not found in the average man. Hallelujah. Anyway, I'm going to keep reading. I bring this up not as a negative commentary on men because we love our men, but to recognize some reasons we may feel alone spiritually, but often can't explain why. We feel alone when no one shares the passions of our heart. We feel alone without someone to talk about spiritual things. We feel alone when no one else understands or senses what God is doing in our lives. I hope that this inspires you and encourages you on your journey. God bless you all. And thank you for listening.